Alright. Welcome back to Audiodrome. With me is Carlos. Hello again. And Doug. Hey. And I'm Riley. Um, so I, I, this is like not really that funny or anything, but it just, it, it, it has a little weird twist in this news story. Um, two teenage boys, I guess in, in Victoria, British Columbia. Go on. Uh, an otherwise beautiful place. Uh, raped and murdered a fellow classmate. But they got caught by bragging about it on World of Warcraft. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, they pulled up the chat logs, and these guys uh, they got life in prison with no possibility of parole for 10 years. Yeah, how old? How old? I think they're 17. Rape murder? Rape murder. That's, uh, that's definitely... One of the worst. Yeah. One of the worst things you could do there. Yeah, they were, uh, I guess they planned it beforehand, and one of the guys had on World of Warcraft even talked about, um, talked about, like, wanting to do it, and I guess people didn't either take him seriously, or they were just, I don't know, apathetic. Um, he, I, apparently he bragged about it to his online girlfriend who lived on the other side of the country in Halifax, and, uh, sent her links of the news. <clears throat> oh reports. my god. Wow. And she she uh, apparently just said, uh, just don't do it again. Jeez. <laughs> just don't do it again. Don't do it again. Just hey, that's do messed again. up. Don't do that. Stop that. But Stop. Knock it off. Let's level up. Well, that just reaffirms. Yeah, now let's go grind. Uh, that just reaffirms uh, my belief that all World of Warcraft uh, players are rapists. Mm, and murderers. Rape murderers. Or are they all murderers? Or just some are murderers and they're all uh, Doug, Doug, I think the number is actually one out of three. A... <laughs> That's a one percenter right there, and I'm not talking <laughs> Occupy. Okay. Yeah, That's terrible, man. That That's is terrible. Insane. So basically, in a way, the the World of Warcraft program kind of facilitated everything. I blame World. I blame Warcraft. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. My point is they should they should ban that game from humanity so that it won't happen again. Right? Is that what people are saying? No one's saying that. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Cool. Video games yeah, don't cause don't people think, to do people. I don't think anyone truly understands uh, what World of Warcraft is. So I don't. I definitely don't. I do not I, know what it is. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so no one wants to speak up because then you're probably wrong in whatever you're talking about. Because the only people that know what World of Warcraft is are, are playing it right now and they won't talk to you. They won't they're, talk to you. They're too busy playing it. Exactly. Exactly. That's all. Is there a documentary about World of Warcraft we'll or something? I want to watch that. Wait, you don't know if it exists? A documentary? Yeah, that about World of Warcraft. I'm asking. Oh. And if there is, I want to watch it. Okay. Is it about this story? <laughs> oh, no. Keep the rape out of it, please. Okay. Murder's cool. <laughs> you know what else is cool? <laughs> Moldy applesauce. <laughs> Smooth transition. Thank you. Thank you. No, this is disgusting. There's this company, Snowkist, um, and they, I guess they, I don't know if they do it exclusively, but they, they definitely uh, package like big industrial, uh, you know, packages of food for like prisons and for schools. Okay. And they've been caught uh, packaging moldy applesauce. And the worst part is that they know it's moldy and then it's it's legal 
you know, under the FDA rules or whatever to what they call reprocess it or um there's another another word but it's like Is that process the word the word that i am pronouncing as process <laughs> yes you would know it's process <laughs> um <laughs> they uh they they find the mold but then they 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 reprocess it and can then put it back into packages for human consumption um and they're they're not doing a good enough job. Oh, they rework it. That's what they call it. They rework it. So they like sterilize it. They like scoop out, I guess, the the mold, which could be white, brown, blue, blue green, or black mold. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, sometimes they mix it with uh, with uncontaminated food. And and if it uh, and then if it it doesn't meet the uh, acceptable <laughs> levels of filth, they do that to dilute the mold, basically. Basically, yeah, it's to, to get it to. Uh, to be uh, to pass the by the acceptable level of filth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and so these kids are getting sick, um, eating moldy applesauce. Snow kissed? Is that like a bizarro sun kiss? Kind of. It's like S N O K I S T, just like sun kissed. What is that? It's one letter and one transposition away from sun kissed. Just like the opposite. Like like snow hug. Snow hug. Disgusting opposite. It doesn't sound like it tastes as good as Sunkiss. It That's sounds really like soda. <laughs> sounds like the bar S of applesauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bar S immediately came to mind. Have you guys eaten any bar S since that story? Hell no. I've never, I've never eaten it in my life. You kidding me? Terrible. So I'd rather eat moldy applesauce than that. I probably would too. It's a little disgusting. Um, this one's kind of you got to kind of check out the pictures on this one if you can. But there's a woman um, in I believe uh, Vietnam. At least she's a Vietnamese woman, and she like aged 50 years in just a few days after eating seafood. And you see these two pictures of her side by side, like just days apart, and she is, uh, or I guess not days apart, but still, she's only 26, and um, she looks like a she looks a good 80, 90. Whoa. Yeah, she ate some seafood, had some mystery reaction to it, and basically her her skin started. Doing what what happens over the course of a lifetime in just a few days. She jacked it. She jacked it big time. What's that? Jack. You know, so it called him. It's a movie called Jack, Jack. by Fran, Francis Ford Coppola. One of his she, one of his best. You jacked it. <laughs> wow, it's really? Typically thought to be Francis Ford Coppola's greatest achievement. I would say so. I can't think of a single other Francis Ford Coppola movie. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. If you check out the pictures, it, it definitely drives it home. Unfortunately, this is a podcast, so. <laughs> it's the limitations of this medium here. Um, Poor woman, though. She's uh, she's sad. Like, internally, is she okay? Probably not. I can't imagine she's doing great, but it, it, this, <laughs> it seems to be, uh, like, I don't know, cosmetic, for lack of a better word. And it's not reversible, I'm guessing? Like, she won't get better? Mm, it doesn't sound like it. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's she's cool to be on a date with then if you're just you're going out with her for drinks and you're just kicking it with this super old looking woman. That'd be what are you funny. talking about? What's that? What are you talking about? I'm talking yeah. about go ahead. Uh no, I'm just curious. As no, to you why go you ahead and explain you. yourself. What why going going out to drinks why would that be any different? Why you could just go I mean she's legal drinking age and there you could just go out to drink with an older lady if you really want to 
I'm saying, how often have you seen like a 90 year old woman at a bar? Wouldn't that be strange? Yeah. Sure. I I guess. What I mean. That's all I meant. Do you just want to go drinking with an old person? I guess or at least, or at least someone that looks fine. old. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Strange sort of mini fantasy you have there. Yo. I hope it, I I hope it comes true for you one day. Want to date with. I don't think I'd want to go out for drinks with a really old person. <laughs> Maybe a, a young person that looks old would be okay, but a really old person, I don't think I'd enjoy that very much. So Something might go wrong. No, I just feel like they'd be talking about stuff that would make me uncomfortable, like racial slurs and stuff. <laughs> talking about racial slurs. Yeah, not using them, just talking about them. That's what I meant. Speaking of really old women, I was reading an article about Judge Judy's court not being real, and I, it, it made me just feel like... No! Yeah, who thought it was? That's a good question. I'm sure a lot of people that watch it do. Are any of those shows real? Apparently not. Apparently, although it's supposed to look like it's, uh, you know, the inside of an actual small claims court, it's really just uh, arbitration. So you, you basically just sign away, yeah, yeah, you know, your 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 rights or whatever, and and uh, she decides what's right, and you've you've just signed a contract saying that you'll honor that. But apparently, binding, you don't even pay your arbitration. Own, yeah, you don't even pay your own. Like if you lose, if the defendant loses, I guess the the TV product team plays it, or excuse me, pays pays the fee. Oh really? Yeah, and if if the uh, if the defendant wins, uh, then both parties re- receive an appearance fee. You get basically get paid for like a day's work on television. That's cool. So what's the problem? I don't really I I don't really know. I mean, I, I guess people are just I don't know. People, it's not like they're even being lied to. No one's ever said this is a small claims court. But I think people just they think what they're watching is one thing, and then they get all bent out of shape when. You know, cheaters isn't real or whatever, but what? I don't know. I guess the, I guess the, this article just raises the uh, the um, sort of concern that it it makes you know warps people's idea of how a court should uh, conduct itself. You know, so absolutely, yeah. Sure. Which I understand. You know, especially if they're potential jurors or whatever. Um, but really, I mean, if you thought Judge Judy was real, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about you. Yeah, I was going to say, if you regularly watch Judge Judy, I don't give a damn what you think. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> exactly. too. That's a good point. Right. <laughs> you, guys ever, you guys ever seen uh, the one with Extreme Akeem and his Bat of Justice? No. Who? <laughs> That's, another, That's another court show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a show called, uh, I think, Eye for an Eye is another show that he, he's an actual attorney from South Carolina, according to his Wikipedia. What's his name? Akeem Anastopolo. Okay. But he's known as Extreme Extreme Akeem. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. He literally has a bat, like a baseball bat deal that says justice on it. And does he just brain people? <laughs> no, I don't know about that. I've only <laughs> I think I've only seen that part of it and I immediately changed the channel. <laughs> Foolishly. Yeah, what do you Oh god. <laughs> he's got a bat. I'm changing this. It reminds me of that like scene in Spinal Tap where he's showing all the uses for his uh for the um cricket bat that he keeps on his desk and he's just pushing it into that person's neck for like a yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to check that out. But those those things just popped up, didn't they? I, I don't know how many yeah. are still on, but there was a while there where just There's everybody oh, someone someone who's been unemployed quite a bit. <laughs> There's a ton of these shows on TV. 
The best is uh, is Judge John Hodgman. I don't know if you guys listen to that podcast, but that is that is one of the better podcasts. And uh, and well, you know, second to us, of course. But yeah. um, oh. it's good. He does kind of like a send up of that, but he really does do it. I mean, he has people call in for kind of trivial, strange matters of semantics or. Is that John things. John Hodgman is in the areas of my expertise? Yeah, Hodgman, cool, yeah. cool. That's really good. Right after I listen to this episode of Audio Drum, I'm gonna go check that out. Oh yeah, there's a good little backlog for you too. It's uh, it's put on by Jesse Thorne, who's a, a, kind of a podcasting uh, hey. <laughs> kingpin. Did you say, say pimp? I said pimp. I said pimp. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in, in a while. <laughs> need to need to bring that back. Bring it back, man. Despicable, despicable profession. That was well, like I mean, super popularized and glamorized. It was horribly. Well. Just don't think about it. It's funny. Well, Doug, there's been something that I've been wanting to to ask you about for a little while, and we 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 said we were going to come back to it, and we never did. Did you uh, did you ever start reading those those um, reboots of the DC universe? Ah, the fifty two, the new fifty two. Yeah, the new fifty two. I did, I did. It's it's funny you say that because I uh, I just got back from the comic book store uh, yesterday. Oh, all right. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, myself and. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Brian. We've uh, we've been dabbling. We've so, been dabbling. Well, can you tell me what's good? I, I've heard uh, I've heard some good things about um, like Animal Man and stuff. What have you been reading? Mm-hmm. Animal Man is excellent. Uh, you heard those good things from me off air, right? Mm, I, no, I don't think I did. But oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We honestly haven't. I don't think we've talked about it at all on or off air. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um yeah okay. So I've been I've probably the. The one line or comic, whatever, um, that I truly, truly care about and will follow is uh, is the new Animal Man, for sure. Um, I've awesome. never heard... I mean, I'd heard you know, the writer, Jeff Lemire, I think it's pronounced Lemire. He does uh, he does something called Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I think another... it's Lemire. Is it Lemire? Okay. I think so. He's a Canadian guy. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet Tooth, I guess, is pretty successful. I don't know much about it. And he's also doing um, another one of the 52, um, Frankenstein, Agent oh, of Shade. Cool. He's doing that one. Um, Animal Man is awesome. I actually just picked up, and shame on me, I'm sure this would make some people pull their hair out. I never read the uh, the Grant Morrison Animal Man. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah. You should... right, right, right. So I, I actually picked that up yesterday. So I'm going to I'm gonna write my wrongs real quick here. Uh the new Animal Man is awesome. The art is absolutely bananas. I mean, I don't I don't know anything about Animal Man really, uh, but it's all this new one here is just freaking nuts. Parallel dimension demon stuff. It's crazy. I don't I don't know if that's what the other Animal Man. No, I've heard they like. kind of went into like a more of like a horror comic direction with the new Definitely. 52 Animal Man. The old one. I mean, I only read the volume one of Grant Morrison's Animal Man, but it doesn't. It doesn't really go. I mean, there's a little bit of that. It's more. It's more of a kind of a, a 80s superhero type thing, but with like a oh. sort of a meta referential twist that kind of starts to develop. I won't say any more than that. But interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the the premise. I'm not really spoiling anything super bad here. Uh, but the the premise is that the younger daughter, you slowly learn that she also has superpowers, kind of animal man ish powers. Okay. Um, but they're like bad. Like she's like she's not evil, but her powers are evil. Okay. Um, and so, she... an animal man's powers are he can he can uh, how does that work? He he takes the 
um, abilities of nearby animals. Is that? Yeah, I mean, in the right? new one, in the new one, I don't even think they need to be nearby. He just sort of like channels them. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's also this premise. There actually, he cannot be around um, a particular animal for too long because he will then um, only be able to use the powers of that animal. Oh, he like starts to become kind of. Yeah, kind of in, in issue like one. Animal? Right in issue one, the daughter's like, "Can we get a dog?" and He's like, no, honey, you know, like we can't have any animals because it will mess up my powers, blah, blah, blah. Oh, interesting. Um, so Animal Man, super cool, super cool. Um, another, I'm also checking out the new Justice League, which is like the main, that's like the big, big reboot with uh, Jim Lee doing the art and everything. That's like the, the top, that's like their number one line at this point, I would guess, which makes sense. I mean, it's all the superheroes together. Yeah, yeah. Are you a like, big Jim Lee fan? Do you like, do you like his stuff? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I'm relatively new to the whole comic thing, so I'm not going to start claiming. No, but I know you read claiming the artists and, and stuff, authors right? and stuff. But yeah, no, I mean, think, I, yeah, his art's awesome for sure. Cool. Um, especially in Hush, man, Hush looks awesome. Um, so I've only read the first issue of Justice League. That's cool. Um, it it just I don't know. Like again, I just recently got into comics, but the whole Justice League concept. Again, I'll probably catch a lot of crap for this. It just seems pretty masturbatory a little bit, if you ask me. Like, yo, let's just get all the superheroes together. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just let's get them all together. Uh, like, let's have Green Lantern meet Batman and all this stuff. And it's like, that's cool. I, maybe I kind of prefer them to be isolated a little bit, but then also have kind of crossovers now and then. No, I, I definitely do. because I'm, I, I I'm think totally it's... cool with the crossovers. No, crossovers are cool, but especially with Batman, it's like... They just don't all mesh very well together, you know, like Green Lantern style. Okay, maybe like Green Lantern and Superman kind of like work well together, but sure. you got like Batman in there and he he's they're always like flying him around, you know, like picking him yeah, up. Yeah, like he, he's like he's like he's like the 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 lame the lame duck of the Justice League. He doesn't have any powers. I mean I know. Or is Green Lantern's just, you know, like making trains and stuff, like conjuring helicopters out of nowhere and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's too uh, much. Just, it's too much. It's too much, man. Um, but the art's cool, so I'll stick with that. Uh, my buddy Brian's sticking with it until Jim Lee stops drawing it, and I think I'll probably do the same. That's that's fair. Is that is that coming up? Have they announced how long his run's going to be? Or no, no. Uh, but probably I don't know. Brian's guessing like a year or something. He knows a little thing about comics now and then, so you know he knows. You know that's that's the Brian hypothesis right there. So we'll see. We'll see where he's at. Another issue, I checked out um, issue one of Detective Comics, um, the Batman thing. Okay. I uh, wasn't really crazy about it, so I didn't continue with that. And I guess it's issues number two and number three are not very good. So. I, I know there there are like three or four Batman books, and I, I've yeah. heard at least one of them is supposed to be good. One of them I think I heard was really not – it was bad. Maybe it was De- Detective Comics, but I think it was The Dark Knight that I heard was bad. Oh, the Dark Knight was no good, really. I think I want to say Batman, like the line that's Batman, um, is uh, penciled by a former Spawn uh, artist, and you can definitely tell with like the cape tricks and like okay. the, the face, the face of Batman with just like just the shape of the eyes and stuff. Really, like, it's not like I looked at it and I was like, oh, Spawn, but when I found out, I was like, oh yeah, like I can see that. Um. What else? That's uh, that's actually pretty much it of the fifty-two. My buddy, my buddy Brian checked out uh, Action Comics. Um, he wasn't crazy about it though. That's Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison wrote that new uh, the new Action Comics. Well, that's that's neat. 
doing Superman. That's cool. It yeah. is Superman, right? I mean, yeah, it is Superman. Um, what else is he checking out? I don't know, but Animal that's the primo one right now, Animal Man. Like, I look forward to that getting, yeah, but getting it, collected. It, it, yeah, definitely. And apparently they put out these collected things super quickly. Like I in a previous podcast, um, we were talking about Flashpoint. Yep. Um, which was an event that happened during the summer in the DC universe that pretty much set up this whole new 52 thing. Basically, all of time gets erased thanks to some Flash tomfoolery, um, which starts the new 52. And they just, I mean, like they just came out with the, uh, with the Flashpoint collection. Did they? Like, yeah, the last issue was in August, you know, so. And yeah, I talked about this before, and actually you had more to say about it than, than I did, but I can I can second what you're saying, man. Reading single issues of comics is a pain in the butt, man. That's, it is a pain. It's a pain. You got to get the issues like right when they come out. Uh, you read 24 pages. They're just peppered with like milk ads. I know. I hate the ads. Every page, like every page there's an ad. There's There's more... It seems there's more ads than not, really. Sometimes it's yeah. weird. You pay more for them than than if you pay, you, you you pay more for them. Get them uh, usually, the color, you know, the collecteds are you know remastered somehow, um, color wise. I think, unless I'm blowing that, but I'm pretty sure some of the older ones are. I think I think for the most part they get the color right. Okay. In the in the issues these days. Okay. Okay. Um. So I mean I don't know. I'll stick with the Justice League. I'll definitely stick with the Animal Man just because it's so freaking cool. Uh, but other than that, though, I'll just check out collections. Plus, you know, there's plenty of old comics that I still need to look at. I mean, by no means have I. Well, I'm, I'm current. I'm current on comics. <laughs> right yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You can you can always just kind of like read collected editions and then wait for the the stuff you really want to read to get collected. Which I mean, some people might say is a bad way to go, but I don't think so. I mean. Uh, those people are idiots. I don't know why. I mean, other than not being able to read it right when it comes out, like there's no other drawback. I, I think it would just be like if if everybody said, you know, I'm just gonna wait till this movie comes out on DVD to see it, then they're not the gonna make theatrical movies anymore. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, sure, sure. Um, I, I just I, I I maybe that will happen sometime in the future with comics, but I, I don't think it's gonna be a huge thing. I think they'll move toward a digital distribution model and then you know collected editions might be the only way that it gets published in, in print yeah i'm That's sure it will end up at that point um hopefully those digital editions will be ad free though for christ's sake since it's just direct distribution i don't know yeah are, are they ad free now i think they are i have no idea probably i've never uh i've never seen one carlos what do you think of this You're, you've been silent through all this you, you read comics Oh, I uh, I went to In and Out for a little bit. I figured I'd let you guys ma- make out for a little bit longer. You read comics? Get out of here! I don't read those kind of comics, superhero comics, very much. Besides, you just Batman. read like you just read like blankets. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that yeah. one of those fake love and rockets? Comics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you read is blankets. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's some like a remotional, remotional. What am I like? Like romantic, kind of. Drama comic, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Dramic? Dramic. Dramic. <laughs> I haven't read it. I have no idea. I just know the cover, there's a lot of like baby blue on it, and there's two people hugging. Oh, yeah. I've read plenty of those. <laughs> All you read is like blankets. Um, 
I'm just not big into superheroes, I guess, that much. Batman, to me, is, is very cool, but it's because he's not really a superhero in terms of having some sort of, you know, power, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I'm, you know, not into superheroes for the most part, just, but I, I like the way it can sort of act as a as a plot device for for some better stories like i think if you read animal man and just said oh this is just a straight ahead superhero comic i think you'd be disingenuous fool i, I still haven't read watchmen which i need to do so that's that tells you how much i'm into comics i guess Does i'll it? read it. i mean isn't that wouldn't that be one of the first ones people should read maybe but i know you've read like hundreds of comics yeah probably so I mean, I guess pro- it's not not the ones you guys are talking about. I guess. Well, sorry. We'll talk about Walking Dead next time. Yeah. Why the last well, one? you guys haven't. Well, Doug hasn't read it, so. I read a lot of them. Have you? I probably read the first seven collections. That's that's not bad. Yeah, thank you. I'd read Thanks. more if you would just lend me more, <laughs> Carlos. Well, I think, <laughs> I think if you just give me more, I'll read them. I think since I lent it to you, only two have come out. They usually come out once every five months or so. Okay, so that's two that you haven't given me. Sorry, man. I'll get on that. I mean, Carlos, could you imagine reading those like, you know, one? Absolutely not. They're chapters in the collection, right? That would be insane. Yeah. It's a a pain in the ass now having to wait this long to read them, you know, the way it is. Yeah, I mean, they probably come out once every six or seven months, probably. That's like what I just said, but yeah, okay. Oh, did you? I didn't hear you. <laughs> I said five months, but whatever. Oh, my bad. I just didn't even know. But yeah, so it's <laughs> it it almost gets to the point. It's like you have to go back and read kind of the last book or so to kind of catch up with every you know who's oh, died yeah. and and what's where they're at and and so forth. So whatever. I mean, it's a cool story to me, and I like I like the characters that are still around. So there you go. I, I do think that the single issue comic is like a very interesting way to present a story, though. Again, I think we did talk about this, but it, it's a it's a type of storytelling that is entirely unique um, to that medium. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't make it good, though. No, I think it, I think I'm it not makes saying it good. it's automatically good, but it's 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 interesting. I think it makes I don't it good because you... what you mean by that. What what you just been kind of railing against the single issue this whole conversation no but right? I, I think it does it, it is a good way of telling a story because it, it, it makes it sort of it, the the writers have to make every you know 24 pages or so at least somewhat compelling in their own right and it when you're reading it it does give it a nice a nice fast pace you know yeah so, yeah exactly tied up at the end of every issue you, you get no, a it doesn't need to be tied something. up but it needs to be interesting you need it what you need to have is uh someone in the distance spying on the main characters and overhearing exactly. what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. If your name is Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Every um, time. Every worst comic ever. Time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, well yes, I mean I obviously I do have problems with the single issue, but it's like, you know, books it would be like the equivalent of releasing a chapter every month in some freaking magazine or something i've read, I've read yeah. books like that though I, I can't think of any off the top of my head and i, I the, hated it no the stars my destination was written like that and it's excellent for that very reason because it, it gully foil's whole little saga of space saga is is you know every 20 pages or so there's there's some intrigue 
Yeah, there's a, there's a fair amount of sci-fi written like that, right? I don't know about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah, yeah, back in, yeah. I mean, that was like in the 50s. Right, right, right. Serialized. Yeah. That was like when books started getting written, though, so they had to do things differently. <laughs> they, just, they didn't know how to make books. <laughs> didn't know what to do. Should we put them all together? Should we release them separately? What should we put these on? Should it be paper? <laughs> should it be... Paper, these are tough questions for people out. back in the day. Well, guys, I, I don't know. Uh, I think we've exhausted conversation. Is this possible? We're, we're done here. I think we're done here. No, it's been it's been good getting back to back uh, caught up with you guys officially, and and you know we haven't talked much. I was on my honeymoon, and uh, it's nice to be back podcasting again. Congratulations, by the way. I don't think I ever said congratulations to you. Thank you. Well, I remember at the wedding, Doug, you were really pissed that they got married. So I don't know why you would say congratulations. Well, I was I was just pissed that they were so happy. Ah, mm-hmm. one of those things. I wasn't I wasn't mad at them. I was more mad at the situation. You're a sort of a what, misanthrope. Yeah, curmudgeon. I just curmudgeon. I don't like see. I don't like you know happiness. Well, anyway, <laughs> we won't we won't make anyone wait as long as we did. For this last little batch of uh, podcasts, we'll be back. We'll be back to this regularly, for now on. Yeah, we're back. All right. Till next time, guys. It was good talking to you, Carlos. Thank you. Have a joy. <laughs> and Doug. Visions of visions verbally, every word will be enhanced with the bass that puts you in a trance. Some dance, come take a chance, Dell won't do you wrong. Yeah. I've been in the rap game too long to falter. I rock like Gibraltar, making you kneel to the buff like an altar. We prove the groove is improved. When you add bottom, call them with vibrations that smooth your back like massages. Before you park your car in your garages, the beat just barrages. Since you rock the bells, you can barely hear the vocals. Huh? Mixing is important, getting the public into chokeholds. Hip-hop hopefuls will do well to know this. It ain't about who's the dopest. It's who gets the fans to focus upon you when they feel what the song do. I think I'm onto something when I got my shit pumping. Yeah. I remember when we're satisfied with just lyrics. Now if the music's flat, I can barely stand to hear it. And my rhymes are impeccable and you can dissect my flow. But music's sounding like it's out of tin can. Just wrecks the whole vibe and strive for perfection. Why you think they call this a profession, eh? Can't forget the bass. The bottom got them calling to the mall, man. We got cassette CDs and LPs, DJs, but day. Whatever you do, give it your all, cause that's what pays. Can't forget the bass. The bottom got them calling to the mall, man. We got cassette CDs and LPs, DJs, but day. Whatever you do, give it your all, cause that's what pays. I just love when I can hear the bump bleeding through the walls in the halls. Coming from the record stores in the mall. A beat with balls, I like that. It bites back and strikes back on niggas who is whack. When hip-hop was just developing Was back in the day We should be relishing in experience All you newcomers better be leery Cause hieroglyphics got the bump And it ain't mysterious Can't forget the bass The bottom got them calling to the mall, man We got cassette CDs and LPs DJs for days Whatever you do, give it your all Cause that's what pays Can't forget the bass The bottom got them calling to the mall, man We got cassette CDs and LPs DJs for days Whatever you do, give it your all Cause that's what pays
to the niggas who sell out and fell out they fan base trying to chase the big bucks. It sucks, I know, when your heroes want to appear to hold Super Macho and botch the whole role and image of a Mike Champion. To the fan base, we simply can't be done. Cause they your folks, when you don't get the pop shit. Cause they know you got the top shit. Ain't in it only for profit. But since we on the topic, let me drop it. We need to stop this segregation of hip-hop. Talking about fuck the East Coast and fuck the West Coast. We sold out cause someone either sings or toast in the chorus. What is real hip-hop then? Only the shit you listen to, everything else pretending. I'm sending a message to my fan base. Fuck this is hip-hop and this is rap. It came from the same place. And there's a place for everything, including hieroglyphics. And we gonna come with it as long as y'all with it. Cause the fan base is like a legion for one cause. We want the dope shit cause, the others got flaws. Now I'm a fan who likes a lot of different things. I differentiate with music just to spread my wings. I always do my best, that's why my fans love me. Not some contrived shit so I could be bubbly. We all got some preferences, that's just how it goes. But when you see there's an effort being made, don't turn up your nose. Turn up the bass race to go and buy it. And don't dub it, some of y'all do, don't deny it. Professionals. 